This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. On Friday last week, the Russians were at the gates of Kiev. Two days later, they're still stuck there at the gates, but not inside. How did that happen? On paper, the Russian army is far superior. More soldiers, more tanks, more missiles. But wars are not fought on paper. In 2022, they're fought on two fronts, on the battlefield and on social media. Russia is not winning either. We can think of five reasons why. Number one, Russia's strategy. Vladimir Putin had two options to wage war, a scorched earth assault or a swift and cheap invasion. He opted for the latter. Putin believed he could drive into Kiev and topple Zelensky. But he forgot rule number one of modern warfare, establish air supremacy. Russia could not control Ukrainian airspace. The result, multiple Russian planes were downed all over Ukraine. Reason number two, Putin underestimated Ukrainian resistance. He thought Russia would be welcomed as liberators. Well, that did not happen. The Ukrainian public is putting up an inspirational defense. They're lining up to donate blood. They're signing up to join the army. Putin's invasion has mobilized public opinion in Ukraine, and the verdict is clear. No to Russia. Reason number three, the professionalism of the Ukrainian army. They did not desert their positions. They did not react with panic. Instead, they planned their defense perfectly. Russia probably did not expect that. They were expecting a repeat of 2014. What they actually got was a well-trained war machine armed to the teeth by Western powers. Let me show you the numbers. In 2019, the U.S. sent military aid worth $427 million to Ukraine. In 2020, $412 million. 2021, $650 million. This aid included cutting-edge weaponry, anti-aircraft missiles, anti-tank artillery. Russia clearly knew all of this, yet they failed to prepare. Reason number four, the domestic opinion in Russia. Historians often talk about good wars. Now, technically, no war is good. But some wars do have incredible public support. For example, the Second World War or the First Gulf War, 1991. Then you have bad wars. These are supported by governments, not so much by the public. The best example would be the Vietnam War. For Putin, Ukraine is a bad war. And these pictures should tell you why. Thousands of Russian citizens are protesting on the streets. Around 4,000 of them have been arrested so far. You see, this is Vladimir Putin's war. It is not Russia's war. And that limits Putin's ability to escalate. Reason number five, the logistical failures. This next video should give you a better idea. Take a look. That's the real stuff. Russian tanks stuck on the road without fuel. And this is not an isolated incident. Russian machinery and logistics have failed in Ukraine. Take the, the missiles, for instance. The U.S. says Russia has fired 320 missiles until now. 320. Most of them 
are SRBMs, or short-range ballistic missiles. Some of the launches failed. Some of the strikes were off-target. Despite five days of war, Russia still does not have air superiority. Does this mean the Russian army is a paper tiger? If so, it should worry India. More than 50% of India's military assets are of Russian or Soviet origin. So New Delhi will be watching this offensive very closely. How effective are Russian weapons? How accurate are their missiles? And it's not happening for the first time. Do you remember the controversy around the MiG-21 jets? Over the years, India bought 872 of them. Out of these, 400 were lost in accidents. Many called it the flying coffin. So this war is a wake-up call, not just for India, but for all countries using Russian hardware. You need to diversify, you need to develop your own weapons. India is working towards that. Now those are the technical reasons why Russia is stuck. Bad planning, fierce resistance, and lack of domestic support. But Russia is not just failing on the battlefield, it is also failing the narrative war. Look at any social media platform today, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you will see Ukraine dominating the timeline, stories of resistance by the public. Humiliating memes against Russia, jokes on Vladimir Putin, clearly Russia's propaganda machine has failed and one reason is the Western support. Most social media platforms are owned by America. They have systematically removed Russian propaganda. At the same time, Ukraine grew as a rallying hashtag, mostly thanks to this man, Volodymyr Zelensky. He wasn't a television star for no reason. Zelensky hit the streets of Kiev, he dined with his soldiers, he became the marketing tool for Ukrainian resistance. And needless to say, the people loved him. On the other hand, Putin has become public enemy number one. His economy is bleeding money. The Russian ruble collapsed more than 40%. The central bank has hiked interest rate to 20%. Their reserves have been frozen by the United States. The Moscow Stock Exchange did not even bother opening today. And put together, Russian oligarchs have lost $126 billion. Each day Putin spends on the battlefield is a loss. Does that mean the West has won? It may seem like that, but consider this. An aggressive Putin is dangerous. A cornered Putin is even more dangerous. On Sunday, he ordered Russia's nukes to be on high alert. And I'm not saying that Putin will launch a nuclear attack. I'm saying he's willing to leverage the nuclear threat. And that should worry Ukraine, indeed the whole world. We still haven't seen the true might of the Russian army. If Putin feels he is losing, that may change.